Alright, this is episode number 12? I think? I don't know, it's Monday. And okay. I haven't had my coffee yet. But everybody, this is Sam! Hey everybody! Sam here has been here for, gosh, six and a half years now? Yes. Yeah, seven I think this that's August. Right. Yeah. It's been some time. It, indeed. Uh, thanks for coming on, Sam. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, dude. Appreciate uh, it. First thing I got to point out is you definitely are rocking the Contigo. I am a Contigo uh, acolyte. I know that was brought up on, I think, the first episode. Acolyte? Is that a word? I don't know. I just came to, again, it's a Monday. I don't know what's going what's gonna to flow out here, folks. Okay. But, but yeah. I, I do notice you got a little thing hanging on the side there. So I'm a tea drinker. I, I'm not, I'm not anti-coffee at all. Okay. Actually, I, I really enjoy coffee. Okay. But coffee doesn't enjoy me. Oh. Or agree with me. Okay. Like, I, I love the smell, the flavor, it's all good, but it just, the caffeine mm. gets me too shaky. Too shaky? Too jittery. So okay. The tea Fair is, enough. it's a slower release. Okay. And you got Lipton there, I see. Yeah, no, actually, no affiliation here with Contigo or with Lipton. Yeah, yeah. It's actually my favorite tea, and I've had a million different kinds, is just Lipton black tea that you use to make, like iced tea or whatever. It's That's I mean, my favorite. There's a reason why, like, half the grocery store tea section is that. Yeah. And you're like, you're like the tea guy. Like, you get, like, a zillion I have, types in your office. Like, like, in my desk drawer, there's, yeah, I don't know, like, like a 20 tea. different varieties. You're like a trench coat with tea. But, yeah, like, this is... <laughs> Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Very cool. So we got to talk about a little bit about the garage days because yeah. you were one of the select few Fond that memories. were here. Yes. So um, for all of the intentional like hiring and recruiting and efforts that we do now, Sam was there back in the earliest of days when our first hire, Ben, mm -hmm. uh, had this roommate that he knew for three days. <laughs> And we needed some help. We had had Ben and Drew was here. And yep. we were like, hey, we think we need somebody else. And Ben was like, hey, I got this guy. He seems all right. I barely know him, but maybe he needs a job. And I needed and a Sam. job. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just moved to the area. I just graduated from Virginia Tech. Also no affiliation, though there's a lot of us here. Uh, and I was applying for all kinds of different jobs. Nothing was really panning out. And I was running out of money to buy food. <laughs> And so yes. my brand new roommate, who I barely knew, was like, I work in these people's garage. And yes. I was like, sounds sketchy, but they pay you. <laughs> yeah. So we had a phone call. I think Rachel had some, some HR type of questions. I yeah, we had... we had one phone interview, so we, we've had a little yeah, bit. Even yeah. in those early days, you know. But uh, yeah, that was... And I it worked out up. well. We needed some money. We needed some help. That's, uh, that's, that's the how, dream. That's how the team member relationship works ideally, right? Uh, yeah. But it's kind of wild that like such a circumstantial meeting like that uh, could pan out to be. Now here you are. You're now our director of operations here. Mm -hmm. So he's overseeing our fulfillment and um, inventory teams, as well as um, our data analyst and our e-commerce catalog specialist. Yeah. So you're you're responsible for basically half the company. Well, uh, it's yeah, it's a great uh, it's a great honor, honestly. It's been really fun to to get to kind of grow up with the company in a lot of different ways. So for sure, I appreciate the uh, the Gulays are giving me lots of opportunities, and uh, hope to continue to make good on the faith they put in me. Doing my best. We're hoping. We're all doing our best. All right, Sam. Let's talk about some pens, shall we? Absolutely. Yes. I see. Sam was intentional, and he was like, you know, he's. I would say that admittedly, you're not like 
the deepest of like fountain pen people. That's as is, It's not a requirement mm -hmm. being here, but you know, it does happen over time that you're just gonna be, get exposed to it. Yes. So you, you have found a selection of pens that you personally enjoy the most. So let's talk about those. Yes, so as Brian said, I'm not, I do write with a fountain pen pretty much every day. So I am an, an avid user. You are. Uh, I'm not a huge collector. Having worked here for seven years, I have fewer pens than most folks who have worked here for much less time. But <laughs> right. there are a couple that I like. So as, you know, I just brought a, a sampling. Um, I've got my Platinum Cool. Okay. So this is a, not a pen that gets a lot of love. And this close-up is going to reveal that I have not cleaned this thing <laughs> in a long time. Look up in that cap. Well, it's well used. Ugh. Oh, in the cap. Oh yeah. yeah oh so yeah. It's see, been a while. One of the things about demonstrator pens is it demonstrates how much you clean your pen as much as anything else. <laughs> yes. So I haven't cleaned this in a while, but one of the things I like about it is. It writes pretty reliably, even with the poor care that I give to it. <laughs> you know, honestly, that's probably a requirement that uh, a lot of people have in like real life. Yeah. That isn't something that we necessarily show on the website. Like, which pen performs the best when you completely neglect the maintenance of your pen? Yes. And that, that could almost be like a video <laughs> in and of itself. I could star in that one. So, <laughs> I love. I I really good. like the Platinum Cool. It's got it's a steel nib, but it's it's not a flex nib, but it's a little soft especially for a steel. It has a little yeah, bit of give cool. to it. It does, it does. And I, I really enjoy that, that writing experience. And I love the demonstrator. So all of my pens here are demonstrators. Uh, I'll show off the Twisby. This is my Twisby Eco. Okay. Uh, with an extra fine nib. And I love the way you can see the ink just kind of slosh around in there. It yeah. holds a ton of ink. It's uh, It just looks cool when you're holding it. This, yeah. is, this is actually the one I use every single day. Oh, yeah? So I love that. It's an extra fine nib. Okay. Because uh, I remember you used to be like all about the Prera. That was like kind of your daily writer for years. Yeah, so this is pretty shameful. I went to bring my Prera this morning and I couldn't find it. Oh, no, Sam! If anybody sees my pilot Prera, let me know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I had a good history of that pen too. I converted it to an eyedropper at one point. I know. Which is, is somewhat of a little hack. Oh, uh, yeah, it is a hack, for uh, sure. A little little known hack that the... the so, the I do like the Pilot, Pilot Prera. It's also a demonstrator. It's not here. Um, the other one I brought is, I don't feel bad about this, the Platinum Preppy. Okay. So this, this is old school. This is like two, two or three, two, one or two designs ago. I've had this one for a while. Yeah, and mm -hmm. the reason mm -hmm. I like the Preppy is, first, I don't feel too bad if I lose it. Back to the right. prayer discussion. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, you it, could lose like nine or ten preppies and uh, still right. be ahead on the prayer. Right. And it, it, it writes really well. It does. You know, for $4, it's a good writing experience. It's Again, it's reliable, which I appreciate in my lifestyle, apparently. Indeed, indeed. Uh, a pattern here, Sam. You know, and this one, honestly, this one just has the, I've just got the cartridge in here that it came with. Is that right? Like, I'm, I'm a pretty simple guy. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, now, this is like one of the most commonly eyedropper pens, I think, yep, out there. Yeah, and I have done that, but I, I carry it usually in my pocket, and I get scared okay. to carry an eyedropper pen in my pocket, if I'm being honest. You can be honest here. I should be honest. You should. That is one of our I core worry, values. I worry, about, <laughs> I worry about ruining my pants. You know, I think it's always better to err on the side of this eyedropper pen may leak all over my clothes. Right. You know, rather than the opposite and then be surprised. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I also brought along my favorite ink, 
Okay. Uh, so one thing about me is I I love to try new stuff. I'm that guy. If I go to the same restaurant ten times, oh, yeah. I'm having ten different dishes. See, and that's really interesting because you're such like a pretty like you're a pretty straightforward guy. Like pretty practical. You got your pen style that you like. Yep. But you like when we go to restaurants, I've never seen you order the same thing twice. Yeah, I'm always like whatever it is. I'm like I'm. Is there going to be something better that I haven't had yet? It's just sort of adventurous yeah. spirit when it comes to most things in life. Um, and you'd think that would translate really well to, to fountain pen ink because right. what do we have, 600 some different colors? Yeah. So it's like the perfect opportunity for that. Yet, I'm not that way at all when it comes to fountain pen That's ink. so wild. I know. I found one that I, I love. So it's Diatra Menace Atlantic Blue. Uh, it's, I love blue black because you can uh -huh. use it. You can use it in business settings. Um, I'm gonna swap this thing up because I want to show. I like this color a lot. That, that, that's a great idea. Yeah. I've got it, it. It's inked up in um, nice. Twisby as well. You can write a couple of little notes if you want. We can swap it up a little bit. But it's a, uh, it's really well behaved. So it, it's a, it's on the juicier side, I would say. Yeah. As inks go. Yeah, it, indeed. It, um, it flows really well. It's darker blue. Yeah. So I like the blue black. Because uh, again, I was saying you can use it, it it's appropriate in any setting, mm -hmm. but it's not just black, it's not just blue. I, I like you could say it's blue black, exactly. It's the perfect balance. <laughs> and, and the reason I like this one, like if you see the close up there on the swab, is mm -hmm. it's one of the few blue blacks that doesn't lean green, you know, because sometimes True. those will lean either a little hmm. on the gray or there'll be a little of that kind of marine. Yeah. Flavor almost. This is like a, a true kind of like navy color. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I, the reason I got hooked on it was I had it in my, which I didn't bring with me as well. I have a Pilot Custom 74 and I had it inked up with Diatromenus Blue Black and I left it in a drawer for months. Okay. And I came back to it and I was like, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. I, you know, I was, I'm going to have to soak it for days and I pulled it out and it started writing. Nice. And I was like, no way. This ink is incredible. That's awesome. So. Atlantic Blue. It's the only bottle I've ever bought. Really? Yeah. Get I mean, I, I've used tons of different samples, but oh sure. Once I decided this was it, it's like that's that's wow. the bottle for me. Wow. How about that? Atlantic Blue. And see, that's so funny because I'm the complete opposite when it comes to pens. Like, well, I acquire lots of bottles, but then I'll use it. I'll fill it like once or twice, and then I'm like, ooh, next shiny thing. Yeah. But then when we go to restaurants. I find one thing that I like. That's it. And I'm like, I'm good. And I'll specifically think of like, where do I want to eat tonight? Like, I want to get the barbecue brisket mm -hmm. with burnt ends at Mission Barbecue. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm going for lunch today. And I've never ordered anything else. I ordered it the first time. I was like, this is amazing. And I'm not, I don't care anything else. I heard the salmon's really good. And I'm like, I don't care about the salmon. The burnt end brisket, unless they are out of burnt end brisket. Sure. I have a business meeting there today, so I'm committed to the restaurant, but like when I go to a restaurant, I'm thinking specifically of the meal that I want from that restaurant. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the opposite. I can't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I've never gotten the same thing twice. Right. But right. it's, I'm always curious as to, that's why I love specials. You know, it's like, oh, this is a unique thing. I've never had it before. It, I don't know. I just, it's, it's an adventure for me. So Fair enough. that's a good question. You know, what, what do you guys prefer? Are you stick to the same thing you always like, or are you always trying different things? Yeah. Specifically with restaurants. Let's go with that. Okay, so when you go, when that. you eat a restaurant, are you adventurous or are you like, nope, I know the way that Tony makes the ravioli at my favorite Italian place. That is where I go or right. whatever the Reuben sandwich at my deli. That is my place. Whatever it is. Or you're like, Whatever, this place looks new. Let me drive in here. What's your special? Let's get that. 
or even if it's a restaurant you know you love, but you you just you want to try the whole menu. Fair enough. Um, so what do you have here, Brian? You brought a pen. I, you know, I've got a several length pens and I think I'm starting to recycle them a little bit right now. So I need to go through my rotation. This is Twisbee Eco uh, T, which is slightly different. Slightly different from the Eco. Than Eco. Aside from the obvious color difference, this is a limited color, um, which is not available anymore, sorry. But uh, there is gonna be the like yellow green one that's gonna come out this week, I think we're gonna get it in. So the Eco T, it came out in the blue and then it was gone. Mm -hmm. The yellow green is coming back. And then that's going to be gone. So I just want to throw a little love to Eco T. It's not that different from the Eco, sure. honestly. The dr the grip is a slightly more triangular. Have you have you tried the Eco T yet? I haven't actually held them both. Okay, compare it and let me know as an avid Eco user. Yeah, so this one's fully around. This has a I can feel just a slight. So just a little bit. Just a subtle, slight, right? And I got. Uh, I'm See, writing in land. You're blue, not in land. We, we're going to have to throw that one out. That's not what ink is in, what ink no. is in here. This is Robert Oster Fire and Ice. Ooh. Which is, uh, that's a good standby for me. I've actually plowed through over half the bottle of Fire and Ice. Um, so that's been pretty good. Hmm. And so, then the and back then it, is a little. It's slightly tri it's triangular instead of hexagonal on the cap and then on the finial. So Ooh. it's very slight. Like it's, if you just look at it and you have both in your pocket and you're kind of whipping around, other than the color, you're not going to really notice a difference. But differences are subtle. Yeah. So I, I like, don't know. Do you I think it would be a convert? you think you would want an Eco T or are you going to stick with your, uh, your Eco? I think I will use this pen until I lose it. <laughs> As you've proven with your prayer. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I think for all of the like hype that I have about having a big pen collection and all this kind of stuff, I think you actually probably represent more of the kind of everyday pen enthusiast. Sure, right. You get a small collection of pens, you kind of narrow down what you like over a few years, and then you just kind of stick with it with what works for you. And I respect that. Yeah, I still get excited about new pens that come out. Sure. Uh, but it's, you know, it's it's got to it's got to really speak to me for me to add it to my small collection. <laughs> How, how many pens do you have in your total in your collection? So at this point, uh, I probably have got, honestly, six or seven. It's not, you know, this is a good representation here. It's so, not huge. So that should give you all hope. For those of you just getting into the hobby and you're like, oh my gosh, this is such a deep rabbit hole. Sam has been around these things, placing purchase orders and been involved in like every new product every conversation. Day. And uh, has has a, a very narrowed down selection of reasonably affordable pens too. It's not like you've gone like super crazy deep. Yeah, I kind of like I like the I only have one. The Custom Seventy Four is my only gold mid pen. Okay. Um, I like the I like affordable, fine or extra fine nib demonstrators. That's my segment That's your niche. right there. Yeah. There you go. You know what you love. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Sam. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, man, for sure. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us again on this Monday morning. And right on. Right on.